I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Phones to silent, doors to cross-check, hold on to your hats. This is Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast, with your hosts, Stocks, Sparky, Murph and Nick. Hey, 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 what's going on Rush Nation? Welcome to Friday's show. For the purpose of today, there is going to be a date and it is the 3rd of May. Yes, Friday is the 3rd of May, the day before Star Wars Day. It's Stocks and Murph. Big man, you are on location today, so we apologise for a bit of background noise. Why don't you tell us all where you are? Yeah, so I'm in the uh, fabulously glamorous um, McDonald's on uh, Holloway Road. Um, so I've been looking at offices all day for work, and um, that's not glamorous at all, by the way. It's actually amazing how bad offices are in London at times. Um, so I'm <laughs> off to, uh, spoiler, we're recording this on Thursday night, and I am off to uh, go and watch Arsenal play in the Europa League semi-final first leg. So that is why I'm on Holloway Road and we're just getting ready to gear up for the game. So uh, apologies for any background noise and jazzy music you hear in the background. Uh, it was the only place I could duck and dive into. But enough about my uh, wonderful travelling on, <laughs> on London Transport and seeing crap offices all day and sitting in a McDonald's. How are you? Mate, I'm good. I'm good. Not enjoying this weather too much this evening because looks like I'm going to get wet at work tomorrow, but that's needless here or there. It's the bank holiday weekend. Moving on. We've got a guest today, guys. It's, uh, it's super fan Claire DeBear. Claire, welcome to Five Yard Rush. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, you're welcome. It was, uh, it, w- it was nice to finally meet up at the mock draft we did with Paul Brown. 
yeah, that was a really good event. I've definitely pushed for him to do that again um, next year. Yeah, well, we enjoyed it. I know Murph got heavily involved with it and, and uh, massively enjoyed helping out as well. So if you can do it next year and be even better, that would be good. Claire, how, how did you get into football uh, and working with the NFL UK? Um, so I've, I've been a fan for like ever. In fact, it's my earliest memory um, of being a, a Bears fan and how I became a Bears fan. And I, I've just basically pestered and made myself so sort of recognisable and part of the NFL UK community that it's sort of gone from there. Nice. How, how long have you been a fan? Um, without giving my age away, because a woman has to keep some secrets, <laughs> I remember Super Bowl twenty, and that's my earliest memory. Wow, I would not yeah. have guessed that. No, no one ever believes me when I when I tell them that. They're like, "No, you, you far, look far too young," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you so much." <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely gone. I'd uh, taken the under on that bet for sure. Yeah, everyone so, does. Yeah, that's not surprising. So obviously your name sort of gives away who your NFL team is, but for those of the uh, Rush Nation who aren't clever enough to work it out, who's your NFL team and why? So I am a diehard, cut me and I bleed, navy and orange uh, Chicago Bears fan. Um, I've been a Bears fan for over 30 years, as I said. Um, It started off with my, it's a long story, but basically it starts off with my mum being pregnant with my baby brother. And she got rushed into hospital. She went into labour a little bit earlier than she should have done. And my father, who is a Redskins fan, couldn't leave little Claire at home unsupervised. (laughs) Um, So I get taken to the hospital. And instead of where my dad should have been and helping my mum out during labour, I sit and watch Super Bowl Twenty up on a little screen in a hospital. Which is the second time that um, Channel Four had shown the game live, because um, the first year was um, Super Bowl Nineteen, which was the Redskins Super Bowl. And I sit and I fall. I, a love affair genuinely starts. I know it sounds really cheesy, um, but. You know, when you're little, you learn to write the first letter of your name. So the Bears have a C on their helmet. They play in navy and orange, which are my favourite colours as a child, and they still are now. And um, they hit together and they look like superheroes playing as American football. You're like, oh, I like this sport. I can sort of tell what's going on. And they went on and win it. And I, I literally fell in love that day. And it's been a love affair that has continued. It's been a bit of an abusive relationship throughout the years. I do feel like I have, no matter how much I love them, they never seem to come as good as much as my passion is. But that is part of being a sports fan. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't believe it was so young. You remember understanding, I suppose understanding the game is strong. But I tell who two teams were and I knew who won. But the Bears just, I didn't pick my team. They definitely picked me. It was, it was fate. I love that. It's like, um, so what, what we can do for anybody who has not uh, got a team, and there's still many, many fans out there that, that don't have a team, what we can do is basically say, watch next year's Super Bowl. And as long as it's not the New England Patriots, um, whoever wins, that should be who you should support and fall in love with if you feel a genuine connection like you did. Yeah. It utterly grabbed me. Um, I mean, my, my, I do have an older sister called Nicola and her 
nickname is Yogi Bear because she was the big bear. So I was Boo Boo. I was the little bear. So everyone calls me Claire the Bear. I've got no chance of hiding from it sort of thing. That's tremendous. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> bear through and through before it even began. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So who's the best players and media personalities you've ever met live? Um, well, I, I I get asked this a lot and I try and split this question into two parts because you'll either get a bear's heavy answer or you'll get something else. So I've been very, very lucky that I have met Sean Gale in person and he's assigned a, a ball for me and personalised it for me, which was amazing. And last year, um, the NFL had a kickoff party on... Piccadilly um, and Matt Forte was there. Now, if anyone tells you that they saw me crying while I met Matt Forte, that's a big old lie. I got close to it. I will fully admit that I got choked. Um, but that that was amazing as, as a bear to meet two sort of big name players um, for our teams from two different generations of bears, but two sort of very notable bears for two completely different reasons. Um, but Taking my bareness out of it, because I do have to be bipartisan, um, meeting Jim Kelly um, was utterly amazing, um, not only because of who he is, but being a um, cancer survivor and everything that he he has done um, for that. Also, um, meeting um, Dan Marino uh, and his, his work um, with autism has been uh, amazing. Um, I've also bumped, I went to uh, one of the really early, early NFL UK fan events and managed one of the very few people who got a signed item by Andrew Luck. Um, and Andrew Luck, if you're listening to this, um, can I have the two Sharpies back that you've pinched? Like, Multi-millionaire, I'd like my Sharpies back. Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if, if Andrew Luck is listening to this, I'm going to be asking for a lot more than two Sharpies. <laughs> um, I've also, I bumped into, and this is really random, I bumped into Odell Beckham while he was out shopping uh, in London and was like, are you who I think you are? And he's like, you know, yes. And I got so flustered. I had nothing else because I was just out as Claire. I wasn't, it wasn't anything NFL related. And so literally thrusted my iPad cover to him for him to sign so there is a signed ipad cover really random by odell beckham in the box of the swag that's wicked i think that might be my favorite one because it's so understated oh i do i do um can you remember years back when they had the tailgates and you had to win tickets to the tailgate yeah i I do yeah so this this is the most random story i saw someone with a super bowl ring on but I couldn't tell who they were because I'm usually quite good at if it's an older player, blah, 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 sort of thing. And so I asked the person, like, is it a mock-up? Because it's a really tight mock-up. Or are you someone? And I apologise, I don't know who you are. And um, the guy goes, no, no, it, it's it's real. Um, I'm Tom Brady's dad. And before my, before, you know, you can talk before your head engages. I told him to shut up and prove it. 
Um, so he gets his wallet out and shows me his state ID. He shows me pictures of Tom and Giselle and the new baby. Um, and he's, he did have other granddad pictures in his wallet as well. And so I got to try on uh, Tom Brady's Super Bowl 38. It's the first Super Bowl ring that he, he won and got to have a chat with his parents. And I said to his dad, I said, look, you can hold my wallet while I try it on just in case the run, the urge to run comes over me sort of thing. So he was okay with that. And then bought me and my friend a drink. He was such a gentleman. You're like, oh my gosh, how come you're so cool and your son's a little less <laughs> so good it also completely dispels the myth that tom brady is thanos that's been going on on the internet since he's got that ring so you know you've completely dispelled it he yeah. doesn't have all the rings they are shared out so uh, anyone that is an avengers fan and thought tom brady could be thanos that rumor has just been killed by claire de <laughs> well i don't know if he lent it to him but yes um <laughs> <laughs> so Claire, anybody who knows you a little bit knows you are massive in the NFL giveaways that you do yourself. Can you tell tell Rush Nation about your legendary giveaways? Um, so I'm a complete idiot and uh, I get stuff um, through various means and I bundle them together and then I give them away on Twitter um, to fans worldwide. Uh, I cover every team um there's a lot of signed stuff like i mentioned i have bumped into players i have been very lucky um i belong to a couple of groups that do raffles so you'll end up everyone pays a fiver and the prize will be a jersey or something um and so a lot of that goes on uh, and the card collecting community in the uk um help a lot with the cards that i do I, I go to events and i have a rookie box on me and people can have a lucky dip of um cards out of that box and there's some real diamond rookie cards in that box i've been very very lucky awesome you're doing a giveaway with us yes yes um so we we've teamed up uh, it's been one of our biggest sort of prize um value that isn't signed there's there's two prizes so there is a full-sized um cardinals helmet plus some bonus stuff that has been added, which hasn't gone out on Twitter. And then there is a runner's up prize, which is a bundle of Cardinals goodies. Uh, also having some extra stuff added to uh, that. And uh, what you do, you would follow me and uh, you guys uh, of Rush Nation, follow you on Twitter, follow myself at Claire the Bear 85 the pinned link on my feed is the current thing. So if you tweet that, retweet that out, um, I write down your name, you go in the bucket and we draw that. But because we're doing this and the we're videoing this now before, if you are lucky enough to listen to this before 6pm, because I'm hoping to do a draw by then, if you listen to it on Friday before 6pm and you write underneath the... Um, prize link uh testing one two three you will get a second entry into the prize draw so it increases your odds of winning that is incredible so we've been telling rush nation for weeks now to subscribe so you get content as soon as it drops so if you've done that this is your reward is an extra chance to win uh the amazing prizes that are on offer um 
So, yeah, there you go. That's your reward. We told you it'd be worthwhile. So uh, we haven't failed you. And, was- and considering the full-size helmet on its own is worth £120 just as it's, you know, you, you can't complain at that point. No. No, not when you, all you have to do is follow yourself, follow us, and then retweet the tweet and comment, testing one, two, three. It takes, yeah. what, 40 seconds? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's madness. So how do you get the stuff you give away, Claire? Um, well, there, there's been various um, sources. Um, I do, so like my birthday is coming up in June, so I do ask um, friends and family for swag or pennies that get invested into the, the box of swag. Um, I do um, I do ask my winners to pay postage because I run this out of my own pocket or by um, donations. And sometimes winners will go, oh, here's a little bit of extra money invested into the box of swag. But I was very lucky. I'd done this sort of t- for two years and it was very sporadic at the beginning because I'd have to buy stuff off of eBay and wait for things to come in and then they would go out. But a couple of people had seen what I was doing and really liked what I was doing for the community. And... Um, a shop, a small independent shop was closing and they were retiring this this couple and they said, oh Claire, do you want anything from the stock as we're retiring? And they sent off an email and they said, tick, tick what you fancy. And I went through and ticked just a ton of stuff basically, not expecting to get like half the stuff that I got. And a couple of weeks went by and I didn't think anything of it I try not to chase people up if they have made a donation or whatnot you know I don't count my chickens until they've hatched basically unless it's here in the flat it doesn't count basically and um I had to go in for surgery and I came out two days after the surgery and they're like you can't lift anything more than a kilo after this surgery and I think it was eight boxes of stuff turned up covering other couple of teams that were light um, because they'd hosted a Super Bowl event so a couple of teams I think it was the Broncos and the Panthers was a bit light so Super Bowl um, 50 and some of the sort of more popular teams like the Dolphins and the Patriots 49ers was a little bit light but basically a t- I, I basically live like Smaug um, the only room that doesn't, I don't have any swag in the bathroom and there's nothing in the oven. But other than that, if I can hide it or tuck it away somewhere, um, I, I basically sleep on a big, big pile of uh, NFL swag. Um, I'm the custodian of swag, as they, they call me, as my unofficial title. I love that. <laughs> so so who's, the, uh, who's the golem of your flat? Oh, I, 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 I'm lucky because it is just my own, own flat um, to... Um, do, do as I please, basically. So I'm lucky there. That, that's decent. Otherwise, you could have stuff being dwindled away. Definitely. I, I, so a two-part question here, and uh, I guess this is just out of interest for anybody that is going to enter this competition or future competitions. One, what is the best piece of swag you have ever given away? And two, what is currently the best bit of swag that you've got that you are going to give away this season? Oh, okay. So best ever. Ooh, for for value, um, last oh oh it's a top okay so there's two so I did a Jags giveaway when they came over and m- played the Cowboys unfortunately they lost that but I was managed I got tucked behind somewhere and uh, basically held out the program and a sharpie and I think it had something like forty eight signatures on this program. 
So almost the entire roster signed this program. And then I bundled it up. So you didn't just win the program, but you got like a hat, the T-shirts, you know, a whole thing went out with that. Um, also last year, because um, I am quite big in the card um, collecting community and they help out a lot, I did a prize where every team had a base bundle of cards and had a signature or a patch. And that was so big. I have a um, table that I take all the photographs on and I deliberately take pictures on my table so that people physically see that I have the item so that people trust that I've, I've got it. It's not some ethereal, someone else has got it. Everyone knows it's in the flat sort of thing. So it builds up trust. Uh, because you've got to trust that I'm I'm doing it, I've got it, and I'm going to send it off. But that had something like 58 signatures in it, and it was just nuts, that, that, that prize. But my, I don't know if I'm going to give it away this season, but I was very lucky. Like I said, I belong to um, groups where we enter raffles and whatnot and pay anywhere between um, a pound to five pound to enter uh, with Touchdown House. and um i won for my birthday a couple of years ago a signed aaron rogers mini helmet with all its certification it's as legit as legit can be and um a few years ago i had a small fire it was small just basically a light bulb burst into flames basically and i rushed and dealt with the fire really really quickly but i got a bit nervous and i didn't want to sleep in the flat for a few days it's just to settle myself and so my sister's like right you can come sleep here for a few days but you can't bring everything with you you know because it need a moving van and I genuinely took I took my signed Sean Gale ball I took my costume with me because I couldn't replace that and I took the Aaron Rodgers mini helmet a bear took the Packers mini helmet <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know if that means you're a true bear does it Claire? Oh, I don't know. I will not. I will not have that back. <laughs> it basically, it's supposed to I can't replace it. Basically, not that is so. the crown jewel here. Um, I do also have uh, the Andy Lux signed um, hat as well. There are some. I Eric Dickers. I could if I listed off just some of the stuff that I've got. We'd be here all day. But it is. It is amazing, and I'm very lucky and very fortunate to to do what I do and. You know, the other thing people ask me is how I managed to do it. And um, basically, I have to sort of, if any of you ever bump into my mum, because sometimes she does come to stuff or she visits the flat and she'll, she'll sometimes pick a team for the giveaway because she's not an NFL fan. But basically, she's taught me to share. And so I have this stuff. I don't need this stuff. You might as well have this um, stuff. And the first giveaway I ever did um bumped in uh, went to one of these nfl uk events and six players were there so it must have been the year we had three teams over and menelik watson signed a ball and it came back to the flat and i'm like well i can't i'm not gonna love this if there is a fire this isn't the thing i save sort of thing and my friend cat who's a saints fan was like well why don't we give it away on twitter and that's literally how the giveaways started from that one one thing and we've done i think let me i think include so if we include the second prize um for you guys in four and a half years i've done 166 giveaways that's incredible wow 
And, uh, you know, I think it's really keen to stress if it hasn't already come across already, make absolutely nothing of this. This is something that you do as just part of you growing the community. You don't really, like, you don't profit from this. You're not getting money from this. You know, you're getting some money for people to pay postage. Yeah, no, it actually costs me money. That's sort of why we started asking people to cover postage. Um, but we've always handed out a prize has always covered postage, even if it goes out internationally. But yeah, I have made like no money out of this. And in the in the four and a half years that I've done it, I've had two hats as thank yous and a pair of socks. That basically, you, you know, no, I don't. I don't line my pockets. None, none of that. I do it because. I get close enough to London to get up there and the NFL court London in a way that they don't court the rest of the UK. And I have a bit more access. And there's a, there's a boy in Edinburgh who's never going to be able to afford to come and meet the Jags. You know, there's a girl in Utah who's a 49ers fan who's the, her team is never coming to her. So I go on your behalf, basically. That's awesome. And that's, I think, one of the great things about you. Anyone that, that has met you just knows how genuine you are. And I think that's what we really wanted to get you on. We were going to do just a short piece. I thought, actually, it's, it, I think we've got a really dedicated and loyal listener base that's growing week on week. And I think for anyone that isn't following you, you, you really personify for me what, what the NFL UK community is all about. And people that follow other sports um you know i i told everyone on the podcast again i go i'm going to go on i'm going to watch arsenal tonight football's a bit of a toxic um sport to follow time it gets really nasty and very horrible what i've found with the nfl community especially since you know we've been doing the podcast for the last sort of eight nine months uh chris has been doing it longer is everyone in the community is just absolutely brilliant you get a one or two on the facebook group that might uh chat off but actually everybody is just yeah. really pleasant and really lovely and i think my 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 real love of this game has been you know 20 years old but i've really sort of almost fallen in love with it in the last eight months again because i just think the fans here are incredible and it's it's just such a positive atmosphere 99.9 percent of the time and and people like you are just what makes it really enjoyable for everyone because of the things you do and you know we've been lucky enough to meet some great people in this in this in this space and you know you're one of them I mean, I think I think it's very unusual, like you say, we couldn't have this in any other sport because you're an Arsenal fan and you're not going to sit next to a Spurs fan, you know, like like that. But we go to events and we all have to muck in together. My closest fan to me is a Saints fan, so I've got to be nice to her sort of sort of thing. And if you're on the tube or you're travelling anywhere, other than if it's a Raiders fan, because I've been caught out more than once if they're wearing wearing Raiders gear but that's for a completely different reason but if you're on the tube or anywhere else and you're in NFL gear you'll get the secret I've stayed up till 5am nod the sort of we're NFL fans you're a fan of the sport first even though we all belong to individual tribes within that sport we're all one big football loving family basically yeah for sure I get that on the tube just yeah even when I went out to the pool ground yeah it's mad it's so good yeah, for sure. Um, so your admin for the NFL UK Facebook page, what sort of do you, stuff do you do with them and, and how does that work for you? Um, basically, it's very light. We check, you know, we make sure people aren't mouthing off and, and whatnot and sort of moderate the content slightly. But we try and get 
we try and have it be as much of a free space as it can be. Um, but yeah, basically, it's a little bit of computer work occasionally and occasionally telling people that's that's a naughty word you can't use that basically it is it is very light but because i do that i'm able to post up my giveaways so um as many people as possible have access and a lot of people will see me through that and then also know what i look like because um people will come up and be like oh claire we've got some key rings for you or or something i have had a lot of donations or pledges from people who've met me in person or felt that i am approachable um because of that yeah that's fair and we had a nice long chat at the paul brown thing and, yeah uh... um and the the other thing is um i might get people slide into my dms nicely very nicely <laughs> um, um as, as, as a as a woman the internet is uh dark and full of terrors um but um the people will come up and ask or you know i'm taking my son to his first game what do you recommend claire there's a lot of that and um back in the the day when the nfl uk um had all the forums and things like that i had one of the most viewed um threads because it was helpful hints and tips for traveling and i've been to american games uh, as part of the like on my own i've been as a group of fans i've been home away i've been here i've gone as mixed groups of fans and so i had a fairly sort of large base of knowledge to put in and also i've been to cold and hot um stadiums and indoor and outdoor so um you know like one of the first things i tell everyone who's coming to a london game is basically bring cash and wear extra socks because you're going to be on your your feet for a long time yeah and if it's cold your feet get freezing yeah <laughs> i mean I've, I've been to chicago a few times and um if if the bears play away they win uh and if they if I've watched them in Chicago, they lose. And I've been to games that have been so cold, the guy next to me, his beer froze. You're like, there are some committed fans out there. And you can tell who all the long-term fans are when you go to Chicago because they've all got carpet rolled up and they put the carpet down on the concrete to stop their feet from freezing to the <laughs> concrete. That can't be true. But genuinely, honestly, I'm taking carpet to work then when I'm mowing the winter because that sounds like a decent thing to do. <laughs> so, Claire, what's the dream? Where would you like to get to with all of this? Um, well, I'd like to win the lottery and have two men feed me grapes on a desert island that I own. But <laughs> all, all jokes aside, um, <laughs> I, I'd like to... I mean, I, I know I haven't got the face or the body for full-time media work. Um, as a woman, uh, we're held to much higher standards than the chaps. But um, I'd love it if this could continue. I will go until the box runs dry, basically, or I drop dead, whichever one comes first. Um, and I'd love it to be like because I spent hours queuing. Basically, my superpower as a super fan is very British. I will leave the house here at silly o'clock and make sure that I'm one of the first six people in the queue. And I would love it if I could get bumped up the queues or they sometimes have events and they have them in different places and I have to decide which player I want, what team, you know, I can't get everywhere. I am one person. But I also know that they're usually in one hotel or somewhere and I'd love just to go there and be like, look, can I just have eight minutes, get everyone's autograph and just have it be, really simple quick and sort of cheaper 
um, for me, basically. And if I did ever win the lottery, I'd basically do a massive stadium tour and go round and and um, get as many players as I could and bring back back swag that way, sort of thing. But yeah, no, the the dream is is to continue. Um, basically, um, I'd love to be inducted into the official um, Hall of Fame for fans. That would be an absolute amazing thing um to happen not only as as a woman but as a uk fan as well that would be a big big thing as well is that possible can you do that you have to get nominated it's a very complicated um procedure and i might have to become better known before that before i even get nominated basically well well, when you get nominated claire rush nation will stand behind you that's for sure we'll get you right and uh you know if uh we have a long-standing campaign for me to be a uh, GM of the Giants because uh, everyone knows I'll do a better job than Dave Gutman. So uh, if that happens, <laughs> I know it's not the right team. It's not the right team for me, but, you know, when the opportunities come, you've got to take them. Um, if you confront yeah. our media channel uh, with, you know, uh, <laughs> and make sure you're the face of that. I know it's the wrong team, but then we'll get you a transfer to the, to the Bears after a season and then you'll be set. That would be that would be great, but I have to say, like your your work at the mock NFL draft event up at London with Paul Brown, you did really well um, considering the teams you had to and the bases you had to cover. Um, and and I'd like to sort of sh- name and shame uh, Packers fans. What was it? Uh, Seahawks, Patriots fans. The big teams did not show up to the event. You losers. <laughs> Yeah, it was poor, 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 poor from the team greet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think for me, the biggest shame has to be to the 49ers fan for walking out halfway through. And, <laughs> just, oh, yeah. I mean, that was... like, how do you how do you walk out after three rounds? Oh, no, it was like one round, two rounds. I can't remember how many it was. But I had to do like their last picks. And I was like, uh, great. So that's another team to add to the six I've been drafting. Thanks for that. Um, but I was just like confused. Like, what, if you... If you, we knew it was for, if you're going to come, like come for the whole thing. Um, but hey ho, <laughs> yeah, massive, massive uh, disappointment to leave halfway. I've got, I've, I've got something I feel like I need to bring up now, Claire, and that's uh, we were talking beforehand, uh, and you have a bit of a hatred for fantasy football. So, uh, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you have a dislike and hatred for, for fantasy football and it's not it's not a hatred it's just that i i have some friends who are deeply involved with it especially with draft kings and other bits and pieces and a it sucks i like if you're going to get good at it it sucks a load of time like i could either do fantasy football or my spare time could go to being the 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 giveaway um queen um and also, it gets very, very complicated. I mean, I liked Sky used to do a version where you had a pot of money and Tom Brady was worth four million or whatever, and you'd have to make the players and the positions fit for the money, and then there was points awarded and whatnot. Um, and that was quite easy and very sort of streamlined. Um, but it can get really, really complicated. And I'm, I'm pretty like I can pick a winner of a game. Um, for the last, oh, I'm trying to think how how many years I've been able to place a bet on at the bookies. So the last 16 to 18 years, I've been able to go into a bookies and put, put a bet on. And 
I out of I think I've missed the Super Bowl winner three times, sort of thing. So I, I'm good at that sort of thing, but fantasy football's a whole different level. You know, hats off to anyone who wins any league or anything like that because that that is dedication. Well, we do tend to we do all right. I'd say we. I had a pretty poor season, but Murph smashed it, and next year we're going to cane it even better because we've started drafting already because we're mental. Basically, you have to be Bill Belichick and get really good at finding a bargain, basically. Anyone who wins their fantasy football league more than once has done some deal with the devil I'm utterly convinced of it. Well, Murph, that's you. You're being shipped down under straight away, son, because you won three (laughs) or four out of five or something. So, Uh, I didn't do a deal with the devil. (laughs) I just... um... I don't know what I did. Um, I think it... <laughs> <this is good. laughs> Nothing I'm prepared to announce on social yeah, media. No, I, I think it's just like. about going with your gut and your instinct and, and using analytics and, and maths. I compare fantasy football to poker a lot, and I think it is very similar in that regard. It's about following a process, and that process isn't always going to work. But if you follow that process, you'll win more than you lose. And I think that's what's that's what's really important so I guess my challenge Claire is hopefully if I can get you into one of our leagues next year just for fun you know um, and you can listen to our podcast or, or we put out an article every week about play, smart plays to do we can take a lot of that work out for you, you we could be your one dedicated source and uh, hopefully you can uh, redeem some of that love and uh, and get some wins under your belt and hopefully maybe even win a league basically the only part of football I don't really interact with I'll do almost anything else but fantasy football you're like oh no you, you know um so yeah I I will I'll have to sleep on it um but you are warming me up to it Claire you realize you realize this is a fantasy football podcast right <laughs> <laughs> we should we should do some sort of giveaway league where there's a, a a buy-in and maybe half the money goes to the prize fund to the winner and then the other half goes to charity or something like that. That would be quite a good way of... Um, you know, or whoever, like, do you do it so that you... Because the NFL one, you would... Uh, NFL UK one, you would, like, I would play against Ben this week and then it would be Chris the following week sort of thing instead of just points accumulated. And so if, if I win, I send you an item of swag. If I lose, you send me some swag. I like our chances in that, man. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. This is my takeaway from this podcast. It's very rare I get homework from a podcast, so I'll I'll relish it. Is I'm going to come up with something uh, to propose to you, Claire, that we can benefit the prize fund, some charity, and potentially get you some swag. But if you do say somewhat badly, you have to donate some swag to the winner of the league or something like that. We'll work something out. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a fair cop. I'm, I'm, I'm going for, I'm going for, for that bit. Humiliated for swag. Yeah, that's that's basically mine. <laughs> Wicked. All right, I'm going to come up with an idea that's going to work for you and work for the listeners, and we'll do something very, very cool. Cool. I'm going to work on that. Nice. Well, there you go, Rush Nation. Something is in the pipeline between us and Claire the Bear. Right, Claire. Let's talk some 2019 season quickly. Quick fire questions. Who do right. you think wins it overall? <laughs> Oh, I hate to, the Patriots. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. They had the best draft and they're already the best team. So how they don't win it is beyond me. Patriots, I don't want it to be them, but Patriots, are, but I'd like the Chiefs to push them for it. 
Yeah, they're losing weapons faster than a uh, really bad bank robbery. So we'll see how that goes on. Uh, what do you expect the Bears' record to be in 2019? Um, realistically, I would like it to be in double digits. Um, but I will. T- I we should. Last year, I was like, oh, I hope we, you know, we're deep into possibly making the playoffs, and then we made it and won our division. Um, this year we have to do the same um, because we've spent enough money now. Um, Khalil Mack and everyone else have to pay off now, basically. Yep. We have to go to the playoffs. Yeah, you've got two years max, I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I, you feel we're on the hot seat. For sure. Uh, so if you do make the playoffs this year, how far do you get? Um, well, if we can avoid... <laughs> I'd like to not play the Saints, the LA... <laughs> <laughs> God, do we? I would be super chuffed if we made the um, divisional round. Okay. If, if we were the last two. Do you beat the Green Bay Packers in the season opener? We better do. We <laughs> we have a, we have a we are at home, and b the Packers usually start a little bit slower. Um, they usually come really good. Once they've got their wheels spinning, they're usually pretty good. But we are first. We are the inaugural franchise. There is pressure. Um, it should be a good game. It is going to be. I'm staying up late for it already. And it's <laughs> we're in May. And I'm like, yes, I'm committed to being up at 5am in September. Well, it's the first game of the season. You've got to be. Yeah. yeah. So what do you make of their draft pickups, ads and free agency? Um. I have to say this, like I said to you up in London, this is the most excited I've been about being a Bear since Lovie Smith was our head coach. Um, We've got a lot of young talent around some veteran key pieces. Um, The defence is looking good. Uh, Nagy and Pace have come up, you know, when they've had to come up and draft up, they have drafted well. So I've got, I cannot moan, basically. Yeah. Nice. Who do you think is going to be your uh, head running back? Is it going to be um, Montgomery or is it going to be Davis? Probably Davis. Oh, controversial. It is controversial, but I think that's why. Okay, fair. I just think that's a lot of draft capital to invest into a rookie to then play Mike Davis. Um, But he's got to be showing the ropes. Mm, yeah, all right. Oh, you're the Bears fan. I'll believe you on this. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, just two points there that I want to raise up. First of all, Lovey Smith, not a fan. Uh, he came to Tampa. He was awful. He was awful. He was awful when he came to Tampa. I had to watch this guy uh, go. I think it was two and fourteen. It was dreadful. I just, you know, when he got fired, I, I punched, I punched the air. Be fair, what pieces did he oh, have to very play little, with? But it was just the fact that the team phoned it in every week. Listen, I'm okay with us not winning if we put the effort in, but he was too nice. We'd gone from militant Gregciano, who just was like an, an army drill sergeant, and then he started coming in and giving everyone cuddles and hugs and... And it just went completely the other way. And everyone, you know, we, we were basically saying to people they were coming down to, to Raymond James, look, we know you're going to win today, so let's just make it as nice as possible. We're not going to hit you that hard. When You know, we'll shake your hand before, during and after the game. If we <laughs> knock you to the floor, we'll pick you up. But that'll be pretty rare. And, hey, if, you, if you've got a player that's really struggling, 
we'll give him a couple of touchdowns to give him a bit of a confidence boost. It was just awful to watch. I was glad he was gone. And, and you know, he was just the wrong co- Maybe he's the wrong coach at the wrong time, but we went from being too militant and too strict to being too nice. And it was just, it didn't really work. And I, I already know how the Bears season ends. And I can spoil it for you or, or, or not. It's entirely up to you. Your season is going to be spoiled in the wildcard round by Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray in a Pro Bowl season who's going to throw for 5,000 yards to get him into the, into the uh, wildcard round. And, uh, yeah, they're going to knock you out. Uh, and then they're going to go on to the Super Bowl and they're going to lose to the Patriots. I, I, you know, just letting you know now, when you draft Kyler Murray, that's it. It's, 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 it's all in. They're, they're going all the way this season. There's no sarcasm in my voice at all. I'm being genuinely serious. I was going to say, what, what are you smoking in McDonald's is going to be? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was just going to say, have you had a McAngry, not a McFlurry? Because something's just happened. Murph's, Murph's gone all in against the uh, Arizona Cardinals right there. I mean, they've got to improve. The only way for them is up. Um, well, but, it has yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get any worse than last season. Right, Claire, why don't you let Rush Nation once more know about the giveaway we're doing together? So we've teamed up to do um, a Arizona Cardinals um, giveaway as they had the first pick of the draft. Um, there are two prizes available. Make sure you are following me at ClaireTheBear85 and you are following Rush Nation, as you probably are because you're listening to this wonderful podcast. Um, follow me, follow them. Uh, retweet the pinned link on my feed and we will have two winners. Also, if you've previously listened through this entire um content you'll hear that there is a secret phrase to enter below um to clarify that you've listened and you'll get an extra uh, entry into the draw bucket increasing your chances to win that is correct right where can the people find you on twitter facebook and everywhere in between um so on twitter at claire the bear 85 uh i'm on um facebook as claire ball um but obviously i'm in bears gear so you slide at her um basically um so yeah um i try and sort of narrow down the the availability so that i get more laser focus sort of thing can't spread itself too thin absolutely not although we do try Right, Rush Nation, this has been an absolute blast. Claire, thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you. Thank you for having having me. Uh, I love doing stuff like this and being more involved, especially in the off-season. Uh, even getting to do something remotely NFL-related is always a treat for me. Absolutely. There is never enough time for enough ball, that is for sure. And with that being said, Rush Nation, until Tuesday, don't forget to keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.